uh, it's really unusual for me you know uh to, to watch shows i guess and what's more com a comedy uh you know as we have discussed on the episode in which you spoke about community you know with comedies i kind of sometimes i have a hard time with you know w whether it's a movie or or a show a lot of the things that are out there aren't really my jam but there are a few notable exceptions you know like any movie by edgar wright basically or ted lasso or today's topic and now you're probably wondering okay it's not ted lasso what what's gonna be yeah i'm confused yeah Because today, Rashad, I'm going to talk about the show Fleabag. Oh, good choice. Great yeah. choice. I forget. Have you watched it? No, I have not. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't want to spoil things for you. No, 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 it's fine. Spoil away. <laughs> no, oh my god, no, shit, <laughs> now I feel really bad. <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. So, okay, I'm good. quickly going to cut the highlights section. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck. I thought you had watched it. Nope. Shit. <sighs> no, fuck. Oh, okay. Mm. Sorry, everyone, that's going to be a, le a lot less fun now. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry. Oh, no. Um... It is, I mean, I've heard it's an amazing show. And I mean, Feely Waller-Bridge is, you know, yeah, <clears throat> amazing. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, this, this show is, you know, it's comedy, <laughs> but it's also very tragic. It's cringe. It's black humor. You know, I'm not that much of a fan of cringe, but, uh, you know, th in this one, I, uh, this I really like. And it is uh you know based on phoebe waller bridge's one woman play of the same name which she performed at the 2013 edinburgh fringe festival uh winning the fringe first award and the show was developed by waller bridge for the bbc and later amazon prime video and it's it's about the struggles of a 30 something woman in london it's about so many so many just so many topics It's about it's about female sexuality and social norms surrounding them. It's about class and money and grief and most of all probably human relationships, you know, whether they're romantic or sexual or familial. And it has only two seasons of six episodes each, which run about for about 25 minutes. So that is, you know, basically just five hours. And that's incredible because so much happens within that time frame. And I think that is part of Fleabag's success, actually, because limitation helps foster creativity. And there are so many examples in all types of media, which went on for way too long. You know, people trying to get as much money out of it as possible. And the overall quality and, you know, the possible legacy suffered immensely from because of that of course we as an audience uh, would love for things to go on indefinitely but it's exactly this limitation which is crucial you know another example of a show that i really like that is like that is cowboy bebop which had one season of 26 episodes you know the classic 
anime season and you know everyone urged the creators to go on but they uh declined that and said like no we've done a really good thing and we don't want to ruin it by adding things on top and i think that's that's such a brave choice in a way because you know you could just go for the money grab in a way or you could also really like to to you know just further develop things but so often we see creators struggling with it it's kind of the uh the typical like the uh the second album problem as well for bands or any music act where you've done you've had your first album and it's been you know if it's been a success you're wondering okay what should i do should i do more of the same or should i you know should i change things up a bit but how much is too much and what do i do and it's all of these things and i think fleabag might be the best example of a show that really treads that line it's it has two seasons so it wasn't just a one-off in a way and i think actually the second season is better than the first one uh, and the first one is already amazing so that's actually quite the accomplishment and uh, but it it is it was a very limited run in that sense you know so it is it is really like what an accomplishment and yeah i know i know that you know phoebe, phoebe waller bridge because you've seen her in uh as l3 in solo the star, star wars movie i don't know have you seen her in anything else um now i'm trying to think right now have i seen her in anything i don't think i have oh Broadchurch. isn't she in Broadchurch? yes she is yeah yeah okay that's that's the only other time i would have seen her cool yeah i mean she uh she obviously also like she did killing eve but she didn't star in it she just developed it that's the sandra o show yes exactly okay. and um she also co-wrote or wrote i'm not sure the screenplay for the upcoming uh, james bond movie and which is which i think is really interesting so that's going to be really fun and i told you a few days ago very excitedly whilst right like uh, whilst researching for this episode that she will star in a tv remake of mr and mrs smith the 2005 movie alongside donald glover and i was losing my shit when i was when i read that that just sounds amazing yeah like i i um i watched the the speeches they gave both of them when uh when phoebe waller bridge won a bafta and um you know uh donald glover introduced her and he was hilarious and she was hilarious and it was such such a testament to how well they know each other and how much they like each other and it's great you should really watch it so okay i am i'm now <laughs> i'm now looking like looking through my notes and just thinking okay how do i do this oh no i mean i swear like feel free to spoil away it's okay like i won't be offended uh, no, no, it, yeah, but it's also about like I care about it as well, you know. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um. So anyway, 
I mean, from what you've said already, it's a show that I definitely want to watch. I mean, I've, it's been on the list for a while now. Yeah. I don't know why I never got around to it, but it is definitely something that is excites me to watch as a possibility. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe I'll watch. I'll move it up the list. <laughs> you should. You should. It's very good. And again, it's very short. So I know you have a flight coming up. So that would be perfect. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I should finish it on the flight, basically start to finish. <laughs> exactly. So there is there is one thing that I wanted to talk about specifically, and um, it is something that this show does so so well. And it is it, it is this thing that kind of feels like um, media are con are like there is a, there is always a fa like. It's ups and downs with it, really, and it, that that thing is breaking the fourth wall, you know, which is basically directly addressing the audience and breaking the artifice of the entire situation, whether it's theater, literature, movies, or like you know, a TV show. And that actually goes back to ancient Greek theater, so it's been around for a while. It's not like it was invented for the screen or anything, and you know, it was heavily employed by Shakespeare as well. Uh, but it wasn't until French classicist drama during the 17th century that an art form emerged which quite strictly omitted this convention of breaking the fourth wall, culminating in, in Denis Diderot criticizing actors for addressing the audience as being dishonest. And he requested that they imagine a brick wall where the stage ended, and that is where the saying of the, for, the fourth wall comes from. And uh, there are many, many examples throughout time, but in you know my recent exposure to it, there are th three that just came to mind that do it in a pretty good way, and those are House of Cards, the Deadpool movies, and Fleabag. And I mean, Fleabag is definitely the best of all of them by far, and that is one of the. Uh, One of the, like, Fiola Bridge just, wow, oh, she's so good at using this for such comedic effect. Like, I'm, I'm just going to give one example because, like, that literally happens in the first episode, so it won't be much of a spoiler. Please. And for anybody who is uh, maybe a little more, like, who doesn't like to hear very explicit explicit things maybe skip ahead for like 30 seconds or a minute um so fleabag which is the uh, the name of the main character um she meets a guy on on the bus and um they had previously hooked up and so they are talking about it and they also exit at the same bus stop And then later on, like they're making plans to get together again. And then when just before the guy is about to leave, he says, you know, and I'll be sure to treat you like a nasty little bitch. And uh, Fleabag just lo looks at the camera and has this just expression of like just pure joy. I can't. <laughs> It's like she's very excited <laughs> by by that. And then the guy is just like oh no 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 that was just like he obviously hasn't seen it but you know he, there's like a second of pause and then he's like oh no that was just a joke and then she laughs and like haha of course isn't it funny and then she just looks 
at the camera again, very disappointed. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I can imagine <laughs> and, it. Yeah, and that's just, you know, one of the many, many examples. Just going through my highlight lists. Uh, <laughs> again, deleting a few things. That, that was actually a really difficult thing to do to to find highlights not because uh you know okay what 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 was good but it's uh, everything is good it's incredible like yeah basically every scene has something amazing about it there are things that i like more than others or just narrative twists or whatever or just events or conversations that are just so elevated a little bit but it's all amazing and that's just yeah you just obviously it's a rare occurrence and um i'm i'm just going to delete the entire highlight section because i couldn't i know you would be fine with me spoiling things but i couldn't live with myself because i want you to enjoy this all right i'm just going to say one thing that anything that's family related is an absolute highlight uh, like any interaction in any constellation is great and also there is a there is a specific character in the second season that also any interaction with this person is is just superb so so i think this sounds so good that i think we have to reconvene at some point and after i have watched it and finished this highlight section because the way you're making it sound seems like it's one of the greatest shows ever. And I mean, I've heard rave reviews about the show. So it's just, you know what? I got to get off my ass and watch it. So that is, that is uh, uh, the weekly hook first. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, as you know, I'm all about expectation management for like in life, but also in media. But it is legit one, a great show. So. Um, I would be happy to do, to do that. So at this point, I just want to, as as a last thing before, then we will cut the later. We will cut to the later discussion of highlights. I just want to. I just I just want to focus on the amazing cast. It's incredible. I'm not again. I'm not. I don't think I'm going to name any names for now and characters we can we can do that after you've watched the show but okay everyone literally down to the smallest of parts is amazing and nails it and that's just i don't know that's r truly mind-blowing yep that's it <laughs> <laughs> because yeah i don't want to say any anymore you know okay all right that's fine i'll watch it and we'll reconvene um so tune in, I guess, for the listener in five seconds to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> listen to it. <clears throat> so doodly, doodly, doodly. now it's two weeks later after we have recorded. <laughs> I'm definitely keeping that in. Yeah, of course. That's why I said it perfect we never cut anything obviously no no never and now you have seen fleabag and i am excited to hear what you think is that my tea to just go off <laughs> uh, i can also talk more about the show first if you want now that you've seen it all i will say is that i'm very glad you recommended and basically told me to watch it because 
I really did not like the first couple episodes. And yeah. I think it got much better. In particular, the second season is a, really mm. a step up over the first season. But I would say the last three episodes of the second season, of the first season, which is basically the first half, the second half, and the second season are by far and away much better than the first couple episodes in my mind um which felt kind of hollow and if i hadn't had incentive to watch it i don't think i would have given it more leeway and i wouldn't have ended up seeing the show in its entirety which would have been a bummer because the show does get really good and it is really good in and of itself um and you know all shows should be given somewhat of a pass for their first few episodes um if there is also value to watching it in the end. And in the end, there was value to even watching those first three episodes. So uh, I found it really good. I enjoyed, I, I did enjoy it in, in, in its totality, but thank you for the recommendation and the push that I needed to finally get through the show. You're very welcome. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I've heard that a few times uh, from people, like one of my flatmates too. She didn't like the first few episodes and I think she stopped watching it afterwards so ah uh, yeah and i i i really implored her to keep watching but she was like nah i don't feel it and i was like yeah there's nothing you can i can do you know i mean you can start a podcast with her and then talk about fleabag for an episode <laughs> i'll just send her the link to this episode once it's yeah. done send her like the the timestamp of me talking about the same thing yeah so i think the only thing that's uh left to talk about is um i kind of want to go through just how amazing the cast is uh and then just talk about some highlights maybe um and then of course more about like if you have more to say about the show but i think like the cast the ca- it's like everyone down to the small smallest of parts is really really good to amazing yeah for sure they were cast really well maybe some of the performances were not as good as other ones because others were great but i thought like of course we have the main character so basically the entire family and the priest i would say is kind of the main are the main characters but even people like Kristen scott thomas as belinda who's claire's colleague that uh fleabag has a chat with in season two at the bar jenny rainsford as boo who is uh, fleabag's deceased best friend uh, Hugh Dennis mm-hmm. as the bank manager. Yeah. I thought it was hilarious. And uh, I was also really happy to see Christian Hilborg as Claire, Claire's business partner and love interest, because he, uh, I recognized him from the uh, the show The Bridge. I don't know if you've seen that. No, never seen it. Yeah, it's a it's a crime show. It's like a co- it's like a, a team effort from from like a denmark and sweden and it's basically about also about cases in which the danish and the swedish police have to cooperate for some reason or another interesting i mean that would make sense with the bridge just because of their politics yeah and it's also because there is a literal bridge from copenhagen to malmo yeah 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 and the the first episode of the first season starts with one person being Cut, like someone was cut in half and one of one half was on the danish side and one half was on the swedish side and that's how it starts basically oh that's so interesting 
Yeah. So I really enjoyed seeing him. But I mean, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Cian Clifford, Bill Patterson, Olivia Coleman, and Andrew Scott, Scott just are so good. And the entire family dynamic is so cringy, but so great. Yeah, it's really well done. I think in terms of the show's strengths, it does, I think, um, the best one it is dealing with Fleabag and her family and the intertwining yeah. nature of all these things. And it's, I love Olivia Coleman in this in particular. Uh, I really <laughs> yeah. don't like her character, obviously, but it's yeah. it's it's crafted so well so that you don't like it. And obviously, I think, I mean, everyone in the the cast is really famous, isn't it? A lot of things, but Olivia Coleman in particular stands out in term in terms of her prestige as an actor. Oh, she's just so good in this, and so different than from what you see her in normally. In my mind, yeah. maybe I'm wrong, but I think maybe she, that the first season was made before she got really, really famous. Before the favorite. Yeah. Let me see. Yeah, it was right around that time, actually yeah so 26 yeah okay so the first the first season was 2016 yeah so it is before the favorite but i mean she's been a cut but she's been on tv for a lot longer a right? long she's, time, yeah. yeah yeah so it's not like she's just basically just the favorite but within british film but for the bafta yeah, awards been... and british academy television awards etc cetera, etc cetera, she's won quite a bit for the past 10 15 years yeah so I mean, let's not say that her career was launched by the favorite, but but she's been she's been doing amazing work for way like previously. Yeah. Well, I think that she also similar to Phoebe Waller-Bridge got famous in Wait, no. Phoebe Waller-Bridge was she in Broadchurch as well? Yep. Okay, yeah. So they both worked together on Broadchurch and that's Yeah, where, she was in the second I mean, season. She was the lawyer's assistant. Got it. Got it, got it. Yeah, and I mean, Olivia Coleman won a BAFTA or uh, whatever it's called in Britain. Yeah. Best Actress for that particular. Yeah, so, uh, think, such a good show too. I mean, I didn't know she, she was in Hot Fuzz. That's crazy. Yeah, not in a major role. She was one of the police officers. Oh, in the town or? Yeah, in the town. Okay, yeah. okay. Oh, interesting. She was the, okay. I think she was the only female police officer and that was kind of a joke because she like she was like overdoing it trying to fit in and then like doing all these kind of quote-unquote jokes to like you know boys will be boys sort of jokes but like she's trying to do them she's making them to try to fit in sort of thing so intentionally awkward kind of situation yeah so 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 now i'm interested uh like you said you uh you thought that the show shines when it is about the family what were some things that you didn't like about it i found a a particularly i mean this criticism of the show has been out there i think um in the sense that this show at some points how how do i how do i delicately say this sorry give me a second yeah um i mean while you're thinking yeah please just sorry on rewatching, on rewatching it, uh, I j- it just hit me what like basically everyone in this show is white. Yeah, that's part of what I was going to talk about. Um, not only racial representation, but socioeconomic representation, yeah. and it's like 
at a certain point, it's hard for me to feel bad for her. Yeah. Um, Fleabag in some ways. I mean, it's written so well that it's just like you have to admire its craftsmanship. But in terms of uh, like representation and it's like, oh, this is a waspy rich family and their problems. Mm-hmm. Obviously, she has some economic problems, but she's still she's the business owner, but she still has like a, some economic problems for sure. But yeah. the way that her she interacts with her family, it's like they're so privileged in and of themselves. And I think. I don't know. Also, I think it's an interesting um criticism i don't know what to say i don't want to say criticism but note to think about its relationship with uh like her just kind of being an asshole half the time yeah um and it's partially oh my god i don't know how 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 i'm gonna say this you can also just skip delicacy and just get it out there it's fine i i mean i could but it's like it's interesting so there's okay so there's this modern television wave right which includes things like fleabag girls reminds me of this um so to a certain extent sex in the city where it's embracing female sexuality which is great right um but there's also in line with that it is also embracing female assholeness in a way which Mm -hmm. is a good role reversal because society has you know to a certain extent portrayed men as being assholes and that's accepted but now okay women can be assholes too but it's just like but just do we have to be assholes and in and of themselves so i think it just it didn't hit home to me really well her as a character sometimes especially in her relation to uh to casual sex seemed it seemed very represent represent it's oddly representative because it is placing the 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 female-centered perspective which is great but it is just not representative of just like most people or a lot of people's lives and it seems to i don't know it's a weird subsect of society it it reminded me to a certain extent of of girls obviously which i'm not a huge fan of because of the same question um also for weird amount not because of the quality of the show the quality of the show is great but friends in a weird way just like feeling disconnected from all the problems or all the questions or all like the livelihoods of the people Mm. in the show yeah i mean fleabag just like basically reproduces the same type of behavior that people would usually uh, associate with a certain type of male but i think that is kind of also a a commentary on uh i don't know treading on really thin ice here but like yeah, right kind of like female empowerment yeah but female empowerment doesn't have to be the ability to be an asshole like that's just my own it's like if if she were female if she were male instead of female it's not like i would have liked the show at all right no 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 that's not what i meant it's more i, like- I know that's not what you meant but that's kind of like i'm trying to explain or trying to figure out what is it about some of the the main character especially with her relation to like and how she treats other people around her um as objects in a way i mean she's her family the same way but it seemed oddly privileged and unrelatable 
And when when she was she did the similar things with her family, and then that dynamic of going back and forth seems more uh, interesting. I don't know. And also, I think it was better, more well written. Uh, it's interesting. I don't know. Yeah. I could just be completely biased, which I am. Of course, I'm biased. Everyone's biased in their own yeah. mind. And this is what we talk about our opinions, right? Yeah, and it is kind of this thing that we do on Serially Hooked all the time where like, we just basically, we just finished watching Clone Wars and we both really, we, we have to do the wrap-up episode. I mean, not to talk about our, our recording schedule here, but I think, we have criticized the show a lot, but overall we like it. And I don't think those two things are mutually exclusive. I like Fleabag, you like Fleabag, but there are still things we, we can criticize about it. For sure. Yeah. And I think it's kind of a testament to what you said about the, the different quality of the season that I wrote down eight highlights and six of those are in the second season. Yes. I would agree. The second season is just so much better in so many ways. Yeah. Oh. It's good. And also, like, it improves in its cinematography as well. Yeah. You can see her coming into her own as a director and as a, as a writer as well, in addition to being, uh, obviously, the star of the show. Yeah. So do you have any, like, highlights uh, that come to mind? Have you written anything down? Have you anything prepared? If not, I can just, like, list mine. <laughs> I mean, I don't have anything prepared in particular, but okay, cool. um, I love the end of the show. Yeah, I really, really love the last scene um, at the bus stop. I find that to be, uh, I mean, without that scene, I would have hated the Andrew Scott arc. Yeah, um, if they had ended up together in some way, that would have really pissed me off. Yeah, and it's funny how how like one scene can just change it, like the entire arc. Yeah, I love the scene at the end of season one in the gallery in the sex exhibition uh, yeah. when she's. I like the reveal of how it was slowly teased at the end of the first season. I mean, that, that twist where she reveals that she slept with the other guy or whatever. Yeah. Like the boyfriend of her best friend, which kind of resulted in her, like, her death. Death, of course. And it's the way that's revealed as well in terms yeah. of her sister being like, not after what you did to Boo, essentially, mm -hmm. which is great. Um, and... No, I think this this quite a bit. I really like the 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 restaurant scene to start season two as well. Yeah, uh, the the miscarriage, a little twist there was interesting for sure. And the casualness with which with, with which Claire talks about it, like, no, I'm just I'm having a miscarriage right now, and it's just yeah. like, what? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, and then also Brett Gelman, so good. I mean, as an asshole, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and him just being like, it was, it didn't want to be there or whatever. Mm. It was so yeah. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of highlights for sure. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you already mentioned a lot of things that I had noted down, which again <laughs> shows how similar we are in some respects. Yeah. So yeah, the uh, yeah the reveal at the end of the season with Boo's boyfriend for sure. The, the family dinner at the beginning of season two and the miscarriage is just like different from any other depiction of miscarriage that I've ever seen. The, the, let me take a note on that scene. I'm sorry. Sure. A minute on that scene. That whole scene, the chaotic nature that every the banter goes back and forth is mm. phenomenal. And then just like the odd wrench of Andrew Scott there. Yeah. I don't know. It's really good. It's 
It's a very well done sequence. It's so subtle. Like there are so many subtle and not so subtle burns in that one. It's a, it's like yeah. a tennis match almost, but it's like eight people playing. It's incredible. So I really, really like that sequence. Yeah. So I referred to it earlier, but in uh, season two, episode three, Fleabag's conversation with Belinda at the hotel bar about growing older and what that that means for women, particularly, I think it's something that I think about every. Uh, like it hasn't left me. What what does the sequence remind me again? I'm so sorry. I can't believe I can't sure. remember. Belinda is the uh, the businesswoman who gets a. Uh, oh yes, the, yes. The oh yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, that's a great sequence. Oh, at the bar. Yeah, so good. exactly. And it's just so I don't know. That's that's definitely up there for me. Mm. In the same episode, where the priest notices Fleabag breaking the fourth wall, and like any other instance of that is great, but just the first time, like the shock value of that is just so powerful. Yeah, I just really love that. Obviously, like Fleabag's kind of confession with the priest in the next episode. And like just the sexual tension throughout that scene, I just thought is really well it was really well done. And yeah, you re- referred to the last two of my highlights, which are in the very fir- in the very last episode. Claire leaving Martin, you know, with the uh, well, I had a miscarriage, and obviously that baby didn't want to be born, sort yeah. of thing, like because it's yours, <laughs> which is just like wow, what? Or and then later on in the um, uh, in the kitchen. When Martin is just like saying, I mean, I will only leave you like if you went on your knees and begged me and Claire, like there's a beat, like there's a second and then she immediately drops on her knees and begs him to leave her. And and kind of this this moment where at first, at least in my perception, you think like because doing this obviously is associated with a kind of losing your dignity. But yeah, I think because it's because that's what Martin expects, because, you know, you or rather he doesn't expect it. He expects her not to do it. That's why he says it, basically. But as soon as she does it, she regains all the agency or like not the agency. She has the agency. She does it. And that like she gains the upper hand, basically. Mm -hmm. And I just really like that. Um, and yeah, like the priest leaving Fleabag at the bus stop for sure. But just like in, in general, anything family related, anything like with the priest, I really liked. Yeah. So yeah, cool. I'm really glad <laughs> that this resulted in at least one more person watching this show. Yeah, it's a really, really recommended show for sure. And yeah, it's cool. I enjoyed it. Nice. So everyone, if you haven't watched Fleabag, I mean, I hope you're not listening because I, we just spoiled everything. But uh, I hope like, uh, if if one of you has uh, has watched Fleabag now because of this episode, that would make me very happy. So maybe let us know. <laughs> um, if you liked what you heard, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Five stars. If you didn't like the show, what what are you? Why are you still listening? If you want to get in touch, there are a few ways you can do that. Email. Write us an email to hello at seriallyhooked.com. Website. You can check out our website and suggest future topics at seriallyhooked.com. Twitter. You can find us on Twitter at seriallyhooked. 
If you like the show, tell a friend or 10. Rate us on Apple Podcasts. It really makes a difference and helps people discover the show. Uh, still, like, that was maybe a, one of the more, you know, uh, damn it. Fuck. Fuck me. That that's like that that's what happens when I when I'm like I haven't written this down so let me just That's all right take your time relax Today I'm going to do the same with a TV show a, a British TV show and um what's really unusual What you for... watch TV? No. <laughs> Man, you stole my punchline. Oh no, I'm sorry. 